you can go first. You're also muted, friend. There we go. Sorry, what are we doing? <laughs> Hello, I'm here. Hello. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and your character. Okay, I'm I'm Reed, and uh, I'm playing the Herald, the Duke of Nothing, uh, new new party member to this uh, crazier and crazier party. I'm finding. That is very true. Uh, Braden, go ahead. Hello, I am Braden, and I play Steve, the Paladin, and I have kept up with a tradition of eating during every episode. Yeah, and I hate him for it, because I don't get to eat this entire time. We usually record for like four hours, so... Um, I am Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and I play everybody else. And welcome back to Goblins and Goblets, our real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, pretty loosely based on the 5th edition rules. Um, this week it is, as you can tell, just Harold and Steve, and we are going to send it anyway. We're going to pick up right where we left off last time. Uh, you guys had just finished a battle with some ships. Uh, on your sail to Seaside, where you were going to anchor up and head into the inland area of two to uh, to do some searching for some some uh, Sarge stuff. Uh, so, oh, that's right. It's a brewing kit. Yeah. Yeah. The kegerator. The kegerator. <laughs> uh, so you guys had beat the, beat the ships pretty handily, uh, despite Steve trying to jump onto them in 1v12 uh everybody is still alive and we're good to go so you guys have another uh probably day or so maybe two uh before you make it to uh the coast off the coast of seaside uh so you guys can go ahead and get your long rest in if you haven't yet and we are going to fast forward to your arrival hold so, on can i talk with harold first sure so, uh, Harold, uh, I don't remember if anybody's asked you this yet or not, but where did you and Dromo meet? Uh, Sarge asked him last time. Hmm. No, and, uh, yeah, I guess maybe he wasn't there for the conversation, I don't know. Uh, no, actually, I, I don't think he was. Uh, Sarge, ship. Yeah, I think you were up in the crow's nest, and, uh, Sarge came up and talked to you, so yeah. I guess this would make sense that Steve wouldn't know the answer to that. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, well, uh, this was back in, in, uh, the kingdom of my, my father, uh, Irwin. Um, uh, yes. I think so. Something <laughs> like that, yeah. I think and, that's right, because uh, I think I was watching Attack on Titan on the time, and there's a character named Irwin in there, and I found it funny. Yeah, and he got, uh, uh a great friend of me and my father's got turned into, uh, sentient feather duster we've been inseparable ever ever since you know traveling around out of uh out of nothing mm -hmm. so uh you said you're a monster slayer what was the first monster you ever fought big big spider big big spider i was climbing into bed one night and there was this just monstrous spider coming up the walls he could have been you know, he was 20 feet tall, gnashing teeth if he was an inch, you know, slight reading disability and and uh, threw a shoe at him. And that was that was when I first got the thrill of of monster hunting. What was the uh, 
scariest monster you ever faced? Oh, those those were my own internal demons. <laughs> Waking they still, up every morning. <laughs> every morning, every morning. But they haven't beaten me yet. I'll, I I'll feel those up. battles. <laughs> okay, you may proceed now, Ryan. Okay. Uh, you guys probably had this conversation during the remainder of the travel. You didn't do it immediately after the fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he climbs on the board and fucking all stop wet. <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> um, you guys arrive off the coast of Seaside, uh, anchor up and drop the lifeboat and begin to row in. You did head below deck before you departed to see if anyone else was ready to go, but Sarge was busy meditating, Shalron was asleep, and you hadn't heard from Vaxador or, Big, Vaxador or Big Daddy Bill in quite some time. You begin to wonder if they had maybe left the ship at another port while you were off gallivanting around, but hadn't really had time to pick the locks on the door and see what's going on in there. There's no smell emitting from under the doors, so you assume that if they are in there, they are not dead. As you to row you guys decided to uh to head shoreside and uh kind of scout out the the local town instead of just sitting around on the ship uh so as you row you guys pass by a small island that appears to have been at one time inhabited but currently you just see ruins poking up above the vegetation you you arrive on a warm white sand beach with palm trees dotting the sand and the edge of the beach area. Uh, not far from where you guys land is a small path leading up into the foliage. You travel down the narrow dirt path, the sounds of the jungle surround you for a brief moment, and then you emerge into a small village. A few small abodes lie in front of you along a wide dirt path that loops off to a more worn stone road heading off in either direction out of the village. It seems this back road is strictly houses, while the main road in front has a few storefronts. An inn with a small wooden sign swinging in the light breeze reading, The Rusty Nut is the first in the line of three small buildings lined up along this cobblestone road. Next to it seems to be a smithy shop, and then a general store rounds out the three buildings that make up the village of Seaside. The two of you head into the inn and head up to the bar. As you make your way across the room, you hear a lot of chatter from nearby tables as the handful of patrons discuss something you can't quite discern through all the commotion. As you pull out your bar stools, a sharp-dressed human man with slicked-back brown hair, wearing black slacks, a white blouse, and a skinny black tie emerges from behind the wall separating the kitchen from the rest of the establishment. He approaches and greets you all. Afternoon, gentlemen. What can I get you? Afternoon. Well, aren't you dressed in your Sunday best? My goodness. We do nothing uh, if not dressed to please here at the Rusty Nut. <laughs> well, blessings of the Tuesday be upon you. And uh, let's see, a, a nice ale for, for me and my, my friend. One of the most holiest and one of the most unholiest for, for my, my compatriot. He uh, yes, cocks sir. an eyebrow at you and he's like, the holiest and unholiest? Like, let me see what I can do. Yeah. And, uh, Metaphorically, of course. I, I'd prefer it in a bottle. Right, right, I got you, I got you. Uh, he reaches down below the bar top and uh, scavenges around for a second and pulls out a bottle that is completely clear. Uh, the liquid inside of it is also completely clear and sets it down in front of you. He looks through it at you and your eyeball that is kind of looking through it is all wonky shaped. Um, 
and then reaches back underneath there again and pulls out a dark green bottle uh, capped and as he pops the top off of it you see a wisp of kind of blackish gray mist come out of it Ugh. and he says uh, can I interest you guys in anything else mm. a birthday can I get a glass please a birthday cake and a glass can do uh, <laughs> can do <laughs> he reaches underneath the bar top pulls out a goblet and sets it down on the bar top for you turns to the window into the kitchen and says uh let me get one of them around boys decorate it real nice and write happy birthday on it for me boys <laughs> and uh <Hooray! laughs> he he turns back to you guys and says so uh what brings you to town monster hunting I believe we were searching for a device known as the kegerator. Or... Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he he strokes his chin for a second. He's like, I don't know anything about a kegerator, but I do know some stuff about some monsters. Um, and he tells you the story of this town. He says there's recently been a string of murders where people have been drug off into the nearby woods. Uh, and he asks if you guys are interested in a contract to track down the killer. There are currently three crime scenes you can investigate. Um, nobody's really sure what's doing this, but uh, everything has kind of been preserved so you can still check it out and see if you can figure it out. Ooh, I love a murder mystery. <laughs> All right. Steve uh, starts chanting, Detective Steve, Detective Steve. <laughs> I as he, well. as he pours in the uh, holy <laughs> brew into the glass and the unholy brew together, you pour both of them together yep. into this goblet. Okay, <laughs> <It> makes water. <laughs> <laughs> they, they balance each other out, and it's yeah. it's actually a pretty tart flavored uh, sour ale. Uh, yeah. It's actually pretty good. You think <laughs> that had you would have drank the holy beer, it would have done you something good, and had you drank the unholy beer. Probably would have done you something bad, but because you put the two of them together, you're safe. <laughs> Chief then drinks the rest of the unholy beer. I thought you put all of them together into the goblet. I didn't put all of it. I just poured like half of it because oh, I don't think yeah. I don't think <laughs> two whole bottles are going to. It's a big goblet. Bigger than one. That's a big <laughs> ass goblet. You can't, you can't put two in one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'll drink the holy, I guess. Uh, Harold, you gain curiosity. You gain thirteen temporary HP, Harold. Oh, and fuck. Steve, oh, uh, you take you take four points of damage um, <laughs> because apparently this dice, this D twenty, doesn't want to roll above a five. Uh, so you lucked out there. Uh, two D twenty gets you four damage. And then I drink a shot of the unholy brew. Let's see what I. You regain, uh, you get 19 temporary HP Jesus. from the unholy brew. <laughs> uh, from the holy brew, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, Feeling good. pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. I mean, yeah, that one kind of burns, but fuck, it's malty. <laughs> uh, you should uh, uh, here, try a sip of them together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harold, mm. you've traveled all across the realm, and this is the best fucking beer you've ever had. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm, I write down the, uh, 
the recipe and I say one holy beer, one unholy or half. <laughs> one holy part beer. holy beer, one part <laughs> unholy beer. Yeah. Fold it up nice and put it in my back pocket. There you go. Uh, and I asked Dromo, I say, uh, well, you, you down to solve murder? <laughs> he shakes vigorously and he's like, Harold, I thought you'd never ask, fucker. Let's get it on! <laughs> yeah. Put a little Sherlock Holmes hat on him. Yeah. Quickly before we go, uh, Dromo, can you drink beer? Uh, Dromo shakes his head and he's like, no, I don't have a mouth or hands, so I guess I could probably dip some feathers in there, but I don't think it would do anything. Would you like to try? He says, sure, why not? Uh, he floats over, uh, inverts himself, and dips a handful of feathers into your goblet, uh, re-verticalizes himself, and says, nope, got nothing, can't, can't taste a thing. This is a sad life you live, Dromo. This is true. You're telling me. <laughs> okay, now let's solve a murder mystery, gentlemen. Ah, well, we, uh, we asked the bartender, um, what are the, the, you said there was three, three places that yeah. crime scene? So the bartender says, yes, there are, there are three crime scenes. Uh, the, the three of you, I guess, can uh, go inspect, kind of try and get some of idea of what you're up against. You guys aren't the first people to come to town in search of this, whatever it is, but uh, hopefully you guys will be the last. Uh, there was a man drugged from his garden after he went to investigate a noise he heard, uh, kind of a bump in the night situation, mm. he was first. Uh, after that, people were a little more careful, but whatever it was still got two more villagers. The second attack was on a drunk making his way home from this very tavern, actually. And the, the third was a teenage girl who didn't believe any of this was happening and was out one night searching for the creature and uh, got nabbed. Okay. So those are your three places. I will let you to kind of figure out which one you want to go to first. Uh, he oh. says they happened in that order. So the the guy in the garden was taken first, and then the guy in the alley, and then the little girl. Um, the guy who was stumbling home from here, were you working that night? He says, I was not. That was my compatriot, um, Vladimir. Yeah. Flatbeard, huh? Vladimir is what I said, but I will, I will take Flatbeard. His name is Flatbeard now. Oh, okay, flat, flat beard. Mm. This flat beard, does he live nearby? Uh, he says everybody lives nearby because this is a very small town. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, Harold, would you like to do this chronologically, reverse chronologically, uh, rainbow? How we doing this? Rainbow? <laughs> rainbow. Absolutely rainbow. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to uh, question... Did any of their names start with R? Any of the people who were taken? Yeah. Um, I actually do have their names written down. It's just not in oh. these uh, in these notes. Well, let me look. I also look at him quizzically and I ask him, where were you on the night of... What night was it? <laughs> it was a Tuesday, my friend. A Tuesday. Uh, none of their names start with R. Okay. Uh, o. Um, we have an O. Hey. <laughs> None of their names started with an A. The, the little girl, her name is uh, Daisy. Daisy. Mm. Uh, the drunk man, 
His name was Hank. Hank. And the super old guy, his name was Will. Okay. Will. Or I guess the, hey. the guy in the garden. Yeah, yeah, the old man in the garden. Okay, bartender, did you happen to uh, know any of these people before uh, they were taken? He says, yeah, I, I know everybody in this town. You can see all of the houses from here. Um, that's that's kind of why it hits so close to home. We only have a handful of residents in this town, so losing any of them is kind of a big impact on our on our city's population. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you know their favorite colors? Says, <laughs> I don't. Um, mostly because the little girl kind of doesn't come to the bar very often because this is a bar. Uh, Daisy, <laughs> Daisy doesn't frequent the inn. Hank's favorite color is green. He's here a lot. Um, I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Okay. <laughs> Will Will was here from time to time, but he kind of kept to himself mostly. Um, he didn't he didn't uh, venture into the inn very often. Okay, so uh, which house is Daisy's? Point it out to me. Uh, or what? He, he walks you guys out the door because there are no windows that you can see out the back of the out the back of the inn. He walks you out the door and points through the back of town. The house three in from the right side, he says, is Daisy's. The house all the way on the left end was Will's. And then two houses down from him was Hank. Okay. So all pretty what color is Daisy's house? Yellow. Okay. What color is uh, Will's house? Brown. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing these down, by the way. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this just has to do with the rainbow. Do you want to know what color Hank's house was? No, we're going with green for Hank because that was his favorite. I assume oh, okay. it's green. Uh, it's yeah, his house was white. Oh, his house was white. White doesn't fit in a rainbow, so... Uh... <laughs> green houses are clear. So if we're doing it by rainbow, we shall go Daisy, Hank, Will. Okay. Does this sound good, Harold? No, oh, that's... That's logical. We need, uh, yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, also, I didn't have your name good, sir. The bartender? Yeah. Oh, he says, uh, my name's Jimothy. Nice to meet you all. I guess you're Harold <laughs> and Steve. Um, I would like to let you guys know that not all of these people were taken from their house in the night. Um, specifically, only, uh, only the old man was. Yeah, only yeah. Will was. Um, Okay. Daisy was trying to set up an ambush uh, on the edge of town and was taken from there. And okay. then um, Hank, Hank was, was in an alleyway. Okay. Between between his house and the bar, right? Yeah. So, like, okay. on the other side of the bar where we're not standing is the alleyway where Hank was. Okay. I didn't want to go back and look at that scene because it's kind of rough. Hmm. Well, uh, let, let's go check out the alleyway. Is that where you guys want to start? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I uh, say before we don't... do anything, though, I'd like to mention that for Hank's favorite color, you chose green. So in my notes now, he is Hank Green. Sure. Good enough. His name is Hank on my notes. That's a that's cool. a real person, Hank Green. Okay. We probably shouldn't name drop them. <laughs> they might not like it. Um. Yeah. You guys 
Uh, head back around to the front of the rusty nut with Jimothy. He heads back inside and he's like, well, I have, I have customers to tend to, so I'll let you guys get to it. Um, I'll be here all day if you, for some reason, need my help with anything, but, uh, you should be able to, to figure it out without me interfering. Okay. Uh, he bids you guys adieu and heads back inside. You walk to the other side of the tavern and, uh, you find... The scene of this kidnapping, murder, something. This crime scene. Um, Loud and a long tobacco pipe. Start taking puffs off of it. <laughs> um, things here look a little messy. Um, go ahead and roll me some perception checks. Okay. Uh, this is going to be perception or insight. This is going to be a or investigation. Uh, this is going to be a pretty heavy check episode. Cool. Oh, cool. Um, wait, so you said insight or uh, perception? Or investigation. Or investigation. Ooh, I got a plus six on insight. Uh, so, uh, 10. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. Uh, all right, so let me describe to you guys what you see. Um, like I said, this scene is kind of a little messy. Uh, it looks like, despite him being drunk, he did put up quite a struggle. Okay. This guy, according to what you've heard, uh, was probably 30s, uh, mid-30s. Uh, this scene actually stretches about 100 feet or so down the alleyway. There is blood and carnage scattered all about. With a... With an 11 perception? Um... You guys notice there's a, a fair amount of blood here. Actually, let me roll for Drummo. Uh, Drummo wrote a six. So with that 11, uh, you guys know there's there's a fair amount of blood here. It's definitely possible the man managed to actually get a few good hits in before he succumbed to his attacker. Okay. Being most people in this realm carry some sort of weapon, he most likely had a knife or sword or something to help defend himself. So as you look around, you notice there's there's what looks like regular old blood, and then there's sort of a darker... Oh, I was like, going to ask. ...black uh, blood. Okay. And, uh, that is all you guys can see with an 11. Okay. And we look around the... Uh, alleyway there's no like uh, weapons or anything I, I can roll another uh, uh, yeah go ahead go ahead and roll yeah. another one okay I'll let you guys roll twice per scene oh right because I already rolled one right but well, it's okay I'll let I'll let you guys roll twice per scene because there is more stuff here that you can see and as you make your way down through kind of this it's a hundred feet of alleyway so as you make your way down through it yeah. would make sense that you guys would would uh, yeah, yeah so investigate we're taking 20 I mean yeah um, yeah, well, I, I rolled a 14 plus 6 is 20. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's good enough. Uh, I will read you all of the things that you see in the scene now. Uh, as you work your way down the alleyway, you notice some sort of stringy substance on the wall near the entrance to the alley. Uh, it appears as though whatever was here positioned itself on the wall to wait, maybe? Um, but the, the stringy substance is only here like yeah. ooze or something uh it's kind of like a sticky silvery substance uh huh. it's it's thin and relatively strong as you kind of pull on it okay like, it's like strands of something um and then is you guys viscous? like is it like liquidy or not is it... really no not uh, like <laughs> not like what 
not like spider silk uh with a with a dirty 20 i will tell you it's it's very similar to spider silk uh, okay okay so uh, uh. stop writing down possibly possibly spider- <laughs> um at the opposite end of the alleyway with your dirty 20 you notice that the blood kind of stops uh save for a few small drops that lead into the street and then disappear again this blood is of the darker variety that you saw in the alleyway and it seems to be dripping very slowly everything is is relatively kind of dry at this point because this didn't just happen yesterday but you can definitely tell this is not human blood uh-huh. and that is all you can get from this scene do i see any like <laughs> silky stuff on the opposite side of the street no Harold, I uh, I feel like this uh might be down your alley since it seems like it might be spider related. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps we should uh, allow other adventures to to. No, he doesn't say that. He's fucking brave. Um, <laughs> um... Uh, let me clarify real quick. So you you noticed? So all of this happened from the back side of the bar to the front side of the bar. So and there's blood like all down the fucking alleyway. Yes. So yeah. you noticed the spider silk at the end. Let me see at the end closest to the front of the bar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Other like way, the- other way, other way. I'm sorry. You noticed the, the spider silk at the end closest to the back of the bar and then okay. the drips of blood at the front of the bar. Okay. Uh, yes. Cool. Um, anything mm-hmm. else you guys want to do here? Um, just look at the the spider silk. It just goes part way up the wall, not all the way to like the roof or anything. Yeah, it looks like actually it covers like probably waist height. Um, it kind of splatters up the wall a foot or two, and then also on the ground, it looks like there's some tread into the into the dirt. Into the dirt. In. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd like to grab some of the spider silk stuff and put it in like a bottle. <laughs> evidence, yeah. Market evidence, eh? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn All right. laughs> I've just been waiting. Dum, dum. Um, dum, dum. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, where yeah. would you guys like to go now? Um, let's, uh, I guess it would make sense. Distance-wise, the old Williams house is furthest from where you guys are. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Daisy's house is actually closer, but Daisy's Daisy house. wasn't at her she was, house. Yeah, she was making the the ambush or something. Correct. Trying to the end of the. Okay. Um, well, let's go to Daisy's house. Let's see if she wrote anything down. You know, she has some sort of idea trying to ambush this thing. Let me do you guys a quick draw. No. Okay. Cool. So, where would you guys like to go now? Shall we uh, head to scene two, Harold? Yeah, let's let's see what what Daisy was up to on the northwestern portion of town. All right, you guys head uh, just outside of town, uh, just across the cobblestone road that leads into and out of Seaside you approach what was clearly an ambush set up to catch this creature by the young girl. 
Uh, she had set herself up hidden in a bush overlooking a bait pile of raw chickens and a loose ham, none of which appears to be disturbed, save for a few marks where the birds started to pick at it. This is the most recent scene and is still relatively fresh. She was just taken the previous night. Go ahead and roll me your checks. Either perception, investigation, or insight. Mm. Ooh, nine. Are we doing two checks? Or? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I got a 12 on my first. Roll with advantage, I guess. <laughs> hey, 25. Nice. I'm not going to beat that. Don't need to. DC 20 is the highest DC I have for all of these. Um, cool. Okay, so let me start. Uh, you notice the bush where the girl was holed up is kind of smashed in, like the creature knew exactly where she was and went straight mm. for her, and not the bait. You also notice a short sword laying amongst the branches, kind of hidden. Uh, the tip in the first few inches of the blade is soaked in coagulated blood as it dries. Oh my. You notice some footprints, uh, quote-unquote footprints. Uh, they are kind of like poke holes, like somebody took their finger and like poked it in the soft soil. Uh, oh. But it's, it's more than one finger. It's like a big, bigger poke <laughs> hole. So like I had a huge-ass finger, poked it in there, yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, sunk deep into the soft soil, and they head back into the forest. Mm -hmm. um, they they do appear to be relatively deep and blood dots the side of the trail from where the sword wound um, you also notice more of this sticky stringy substance can be found in the bush where the girl was hiding as well as a few feet away from the bush loose on the ground these are about two feet apart and the remnants of a few small strands uh, oh I'm sorry they are the remnants um, with just a few small strands kind of with some clear untouched grass in between them. Mm. Let's see. And and so let's see. Uh Daisy was taken last night? Correct. And Hank was taken what two nights ago? Hank would have been taken the previous night. Previous night. Okay. So it kind of it's been three nights. It's been three nights. Okay. And so Will, Will Hank and then Correct. Daisy. And Daisy. Okay. And the sword is there. Uh blood i i do say steve this uh this sword being here covered in blood blood in the alley um it's quite a coincidence don't you say i do believe it to be more than coincidence i feel like whatever got stabbed here probably definitely went and killed the other hmm mm, curious curiouser and curiouser uh, you do notice that these tracks do lead uh, into the forest, uh, if okay. you'd like to follow them. Yeah. Blood on the blade, by the way, is it the same dark color that we saw? Yes. Okay. Uh, do we follow the tracks? I'd say we follow the tracks and see where they lead us. Okay. What say you, Dromo? Dromo says, uh, hey, I'm, I'm down for whatever, man. I have a feeling these tracks are going to lead us to a monster, and you know how I am about fighting monsters. Okay. Uh, well, only a fool goes in un, uh, unprepared with, with information. Perhaps we should see what uh, Old Man William's house looks like. This is a fair assessment of the situation. 
to William's house, I guess. Sure. Uh, you guys head back across town, kind of knowing where you need to where you need to go to fight whatever this is, and make it to make it to William's house. As you all approach, you guys kind of get a faint hint of sulfur on the air. Uh, go ahead and roll <laughs> me your checks uh, with advantage. Yeah. Investigation, insight, perception. Then I'm getting shitty on the first, and let's see. Decent on the second. Okay, 16 is my top. 16, okay. Damn. 19 is my top. <laughs> Alright, alright. Um, you guys... I missed some information for this one. Uh, yeah. You guys walk up and notice that uh, William has a, a nice garden. It's got a, a white picket fence around it, right out front of his very tiny house. Uh, it's a single story, kind of a modest living. The man was middle class, and he middle class, and he lived alone. Uh, his garden was clearly his prized possession. Mm. You also notice there, uh, the garden is actually still intact, uh, save for some drag marks leading out through a hole in the picket fence, um, heading kind of uh, north out of town, so kind of this way from his house. Uh, the garden would be here. Okay. Uh, uh, heading yeah. up across the road and into the nearby forest, which is kind of over this way. Right there, yeah. Back into the forest. Drag marks into the forest from William's house. Drag marks into the, or tracks into the forest from Daisy's hideout. Back to scene one. Um, which direction was the blood going towards the forest? Yes. Uh, so the web was kind of down this way and the blood dripped across the road and headed back that way. Okay. Our watermelon is getting a little bit messed up. <laughs> uh, with your 19, that is all you guys seem to notice with this one. Okay. Okay. So we don't oh, I lied. I'm sorry. Blood. Hold up. Um, the, the drag marks lead towards the nearby forest, like I said. Uh, as you follow them up uh, up towards the forest, you notice that they stop short of the edge. Uh, hmm. They do not go inside. They stop right right before the edge. So you can assume with your rolls that the man must have either gotten picked up and carried uh, after being drugged this far or something else happened to him. Uh, oh. You also notice some random pools of blood outside of the garden. Uh, uh, dark again? Or I guess it's no. probably a dirt and stuff. Okay. Uh, oh. This, these are kind of along the trail of drag marks. Um, these are these are human blood. Uh, that is all you. The, does the trail stop by a tree? Uh, yeah, yeah. It kind of stops like where something would walk in between two trees to go into the woods. Okay, mm. a flying spider. Well, now I'm really scared, Steve. <laughs> it's okay, Harold. Old Dromo's feathers, and you shall be okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, Harold, uh, Dromo kind of lowers himself a bit and tilts to the left and extends his head towards him. <laughs> uh, so you can hold his feathers. Uh, where would you guys <laughs> right. like to go? Yeah. Um, well, I guess we're, we're staring up at the, the tree. We look. Can we look up into the tree, see if there's any spider silk up in there? Uh, or... You do not notice any. Do not notice any. Okay. Um, then let's go back Arm to... Arm notice makes me feel like there probably was. Well, we, we don't know that. We don't know that. Sure. Uh, 
I say we uh, we follow the tracks from Daisy, uh, from her her ambush site. Sure, I concur. Uh, Harold and Steve, you guys head back across town to the the crime scene number two, uh, where Daisy was taken, and pick back up where you guys left off. Um, follow the these these tracks into the forest. Um, they you follow them for quite a while. Uh, the tracks lead relatively deep into the forest. Uh, they weave between some trees and shrubs, and after probably 45 minutes to an hour of walking, you guys arrive at the entrance of a cave. Um, as you guys get closer and closer to the entrance, your surroundings begin to grow darker and darker. Uh, the entrance is shadowed by the surrounding trees and looks relatively ominous as you approach, but the tracks do lead right into it and disappear at the entrance. Well, one, I pull out my bow. Okay. Uh, I draw my sword. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm looking if I have play C again. What? Not C. Oh, it's, oh, it's good. Actually. It's 18. Okay. It's higher than mine. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cast shield of faith on myself. Okay. Does that last an hour? Uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. okay. I'll cast uh, I'll cast flame arrow. Sure. Yeah, flame arrow on my arrows. And then uh, after that, I'll cast uh, speak with animal. Okay. Yeah, speak with animals. And I'm, I'm looking up how long that lasts. Um, Let me see. Speak with animals. Last ten minutes. Ten minutes? Yeah, I'll work I'll work with that. Sure. Okay. Mission ten minutes. Okay. okay. Harold, flame arrows. Stick behind me. Okay. And I'm I'm listening to see if I hear any anything. I'm listening in, intently at the mouth of the cave. Um I'll roll a perception, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's see. I got a twenty two on perception. And I got a 12. Uh, Harold, is kind of dark. Uh, I don't think you have dark vision. Be no, I don't. Nope. Um, Steve, I don't think you do either, but you kind of... I have blind vision. Oh, right, you do. Uh, you also catch like a good angle and get some, get some light somehow uh, and look down into the entrance of this cave and you see kind of a narrow passageway... Um, that heads down probably 15 or 20 feet and then curves to the right. Hmm. Do I hear anything? Uh, you do not. Okay. From where you are. Yeah. Okay, Harold, follow me. And I start walking into the cave. Okay. I'll fucking, yeah, I'll, I'll stealth in there. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Uh, Steve does have disadvantage because of his armor, but uh-oh. Harold can roll. <laughs> Okay, can, I got to You can both roll, but fifteen. Fifteen on stealth. Okay. I'm not sure that I have disadvantage on Oh yeah, I do. You wearing yeah. heavy armor. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know if dragon scale armor had the disadvantage that plate does. Yeah. I got a nat tw- oh damn it, disadvantage. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, wait up. Well. Uh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um not very bad. I won that twenty today is going to be used on <laughs> fail or on a fucking disadvantage, disadvantage check. <laughs> uh, um, 
you guys make your way into the entrance and push through some spider webs as you go. Uh, you head down the narrow passageway and around the corner until you reach a uh, small rounded room within the cave. Uh, as you guys go, you make it right to the to the edge of this room, and you can see at the back of this room is another passage, as well as one on either side. And in the center of this room is uh, four pretty good sized spiders. Uh, they're picking at the remains of what looks like a deer. Um, they're about the size of a lab or a medium-sized dog. Um, and with your stealth rolls, they actually do not notice you. Ooh. That was okay. probably a close one. Yeah, yeah. And can I, uh, there's those four right there. Can I look up on the ceiling and like the walls around too? Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't notice anymore. Just these four picking at this deer carcass. Okay, yeah. Um... Well, I don't know if this is... You said they haven't noticed us yet? Correct. Um, I'm going to cast Crown of Madness on yeah. one of the spiders. Crown of Madness? Save. Yeah. What save? Uh, wisdom. Oh, that's a critical failure. Ooh. Okay, they are charmed by me. For up to a minute, um, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head, and a madness glows in its eyes. The uh. target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I choose. The target can act normally on its turn if you choose no creature, or if none are within its reach. On my subsequent turns, I must use... My action to maintain maintain control over the target or the spell ends. Also, the target can make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a success, that's spell ends. perfect. So I'm going to have the spider attack another spider. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead, I guess. Um, does it just, I guess it just does it, huh? Yeah, it attacks and... Um, I guess it's going to get a surprise attack. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it hits one of its friends as they all kind of chow down here and does. Uh, is it, it has a web thing, right? Um, it, like should, it could try and web reason, trap somebody. Should, but for some reason, this uh, stat block doesn't. Hmm. I was going to say, if it can, I'd like for it to web up one of the spiders instead of biting it. Oh, there it is. Okay, uh, let me roll a different dice thing. Uh, it still hits. It, uh, let me see. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, one of these four spiders is under your thrall. One of these four spiders is now restrained in some webs. Um, Harold, what would you like to do on your surprise round? On my surprise round, I'm going to cast Protection from Poison on, uh, on Steve. Uh, I will say Steve has a belt of dwarven kind that you would know uh, gives you advantage or resistance to poison. Uh, both, I think. Advantage oh, wow. on saving throws against poison and resistance against poison damage. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then I'll fucking... Yeah, I'll do, I'll do myself. Uh, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, it's like one dose of poison, uh, and it lasts for like an hour or so. Oh, I think cool. it only protects from one. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Everybody go ahead and roll me initiative now. <laughs> oh, and I have advantage on, on saving throws against being poisoned, but it nice. neutralizes one poison. Okay. You also yeah. get a bonus to saving throws, remember? Yeah. Because you're near me. Okay. Yeah, plus four to everything. Yes. Um, oh, shit. I rolled and didn't even look. Okay. Not 20. I got a 10, by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> Fucking quick. Watch out. Uh, Harold, I will let you get another action off uh, for the surprise round if you want. Okay. Because you're not 20, and then we'll go into initiative. Brayden, what'd you get? 10. 10. Just a flat 10. The most boring roll in D&D. <laughs> uh, I will say Yo. the spider that goes right after Steve is the one with the crown of madness, and the spider that goes after him is the one that's restrained. Uh, Harold, go ahead and do something okay well i i actually have a question well regarding our earlier conversation i was saying my uh he asked me what my first monster was mm-hmm. that spiders now we're fighting spiders and when i went on the ship it had a uh let me know if this doesn't work out but it uh in my room it was D's monster manual or, or h&d's harold and drogo's yeah. monster manual of nothing um advantage on previously encountered monsters and- for sure yeah, all right. I'll give all you right. advantage on all attack rolls because you know the weakness of spiders. Oh, spiders. All right. First, uh, been training Just against shoes, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll weasel that one out. Fuck yeah, yeah. No, that was a good pull. I'll also give you a point of inspiration for that because that was that was a pull. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just, what, what is inspiration? <laughs> Sorry. Hey. Um, so, hey. inspiration, oh. the way I do it is anytime. So if you were about to fail a roll, um, if you absolutely needed to succeed in a situation, um, it's an, it's an auto crit. Uh, that's the way I do it because I like that better than just giving you advantage. Uh, I don't oh. give out inspiration very often. So when I've you do never get gotten it, inspiration. there's only been one other point of inspiration given this entire podcast and uh, Sarge has it All right, for his well. stupid fucking Baloo reference. Oh, wait, really? He came from one inspiration? Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. I bet you he did, too. <laughs> uh, so anytime you feel uh, the situation warrants it, you can burn your point of inspiration and auto-crit. Auto-crit, okay. whatever it is you're doing. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I'll fucking... Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot off a, a flame arrow. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Thankfully, I talked to Harold before this, and yeah. we determined that he had fought spiders before. That's right. Fucking clutch. Uh, clutch. Steve, I'll also give you a point of inspiration for stemming that. Um, <laughs> Harold, I did look into flame arrows a little bit more. Yeah, um, it's like so 1d6, right? <laughs> it is, depending yeah. on... Uh, I think you casted it at a higher oh, uh, spell yeah, slot. That, like top level since we were fighting the Gorgon. Yeah, um, but I did uh, nerf Harold because he was originally supposed to be uh, a, a one an NPC. Yeah, yep, yep, um, yep. And he needed greater restoration to save the party from um, the Medusa. So you uh, I can cast level level three, and that's it. Yes. Um, yeah. So it is up to twelve pieces of ammunition, um, and if you miss. Uh, 
that's that's the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you shoot uh, and miss, it still counts as one of those 12. Okay. Uh, and right. you get up to 12. Okay. Yeah, so I got my quiver arrows, and I have predetermined the 12. I will shoot off one of those flame arrows. Um, yeah, at the, the spider, not madness, but closest to us. Okay. Uh, I had to Ooh. make sure the other spells you had cast weren't concentration because flame arrows is. It is. Oh, okay. Um, oh, shucks. Talk to it. Talk with animal. Nope. You're good. Everything oh, no? is okay. uh, not. Cool. Oh, casting one action after ish. Yeah. Right on. Uh, fucking decent roll. It's natural 16 plus a nine. So 25. Uh, 25 is definitely going to hit. Right. Let's see. D. Three plus four is seven plus my six uh, d six of flame. Seven plus four is eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage. Light them up. I imagine just in this dark cave is just out of the fucking darkness of the hall. This yeah, flame arrow, or yeah, soaring through lights up a spider. Cool. Um, does Harold get two attacks? I believe. You do. You do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Same thing. Same thing. Um, let's see. Ooh. 8 plus 9 is 17. Uh, that also hits. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 4, 6, 10. 10 points of damage. Same one? Uh, same one. Cool. Uh, he is hurting, but it is his turn. Uh, he is going to cross the distance. We're going to make him the heart one. Um, which one of you I wants to like be an arrow? I would like to point out that I was in front of them by a little bit. You were in front of Harold? Yeah, because I said follow me. Oh, okay. All, All right, right, we'll put you we'll there. Stop. This boy's going to come up and attack Steve. I rolled a nine, which misses, and a fucking fuck, an eight, which misses. Um... The spider comes up to you and tries to give you two good, good bites and apparently misses both of them as you sidestep out of the way. Uh, let's see if this other one can hit you as he also moves forward. Uh, I rolled a four, plus five is nine, and a five plus five is ten. God damn it. <laughs> let's try this. Time. I stuck out my tongue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are completely shook and can't attack. Um, just so afraid of you and your... Your weird pink fleshy proboscis. Um, what? Wait, what? <laughs> my tongue. Your tongue. It's <laughs> <Just> that part. <laughs> uh, Steve, this is not the tongue. Uh, Steve, it is your turn. Um, I would like to maintain control over the spider, so I shall be doing nothing. Sure. Uh, with your action, doesn't he attack? Oh yeah, he does. Um. I'd like him to shoot web at the heart one. Uh, roll me a d6. Fuck. Uh, there it is. Six. Uh, yep, yeah, his web recharges. Uh, I rolled a two, plus five is a seven. That doesn't hit. Uh, so he shoots his web in your general direction, uh, misses, and it lands off to your side. Uh, completely harmless. Okay. That is the end of my turn. Uh, it is now that spider's turn. Does he get to do anything? He gets to resist, I believe. He gets to resist, and then if he fails, he also attacks on his turn. 
All right. I rolled a seven plus constitution. Uh, wisdom. Uh, plus zero is a seven. Fail. Uh, I would assume so. Uh, he is still under your control. Round two. Fire again. Another d6, I'm guessing? Correct. Four. Doesn't recharge. Sadness. Uh, he cannot shoot his web again. Uh, but he can attack again. Uh, since he since that didn't recharge, you can make him bite. Okay. Um, the one that is the X is already wrapped in web, correct? The one that is the X is the one under your thrall. The check oh, mark is wrapped in web. the check mark is wrapped in web. Um... Looking at the check mark, do I think he's going to be able to get out? I mean, he's a spider. It's a strength check? Uh, I have no idea. That is your spider's move. Okay, that was a, that was a statement. Um, oh. <laughs> strength check, DC 12. Um, you think he's got a 50-50 shot at getting out. <laughs> I imagine. Okay. What, don't spiders naturally have, like, oils, too? Um... You know, I thought about that. Oh, wait. The spider ignores movement restrictions caused by webbing. Oh. Yeah. So he's not even restrained. <laughs> well, then I shall have the spider bite the other spider in the eyeball. Good call. Teacher, teacher. I forgot about the homework. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Harold. Bite the other spider in the eye. I rolled a two. Plus, Sorry. not <laughs> enough to to hit. Uh, he is going. This spider to... is shit. I can't roll. That's three <laughs> different dice. Well, that's good for us. I mean, honestly, yeah. you can't hit. <laughs> kind of, but like all of my ability right now is being sent into the spider. The spider's doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's a meme in there somewhere. Mind control spider can't hit anything. Luckily, spider can't hit you. I don't know. That was dumb. Fucking cut that, Ryan. <laughs> cut that part. I will not. <laughs> Mind control spider. Uh, spider can't hit anything. Luckily, spider also cannot escape. <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> um, okay, so this spider is not, in fact, stuck. He sees his friend attacking him. Uh, he is going to attack him. That's better. That's a 16 plus 5. Well, damn it. He's going to kill my spider. That spider is going to take some damage. That. All right. Back to the top of the order with Harold. Harold. Well, uh, first action, I'll, I'll fucking shoot one more flame arrow at that uh, uh, at Hart, old Hardy. Sure. I'd like to duck so that he can actually shoot it at Hardy. Because <laughs> he appears to be on the opposite side. Yeah, Harold, <laughs> yeah, you can I'm take a couple shoot. steps and... Uh, I was going to interpose between you and the other one so you don't have to, like, fucking concentrate on that guy and then... Uh... Oh, my goal was to stay between you and the spiders so that they would attack me over you. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, then I'll, I'll fucking... I'll move to get a clear shot. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can you can stay tight against the wall. Okay. Yeah, and then one attack. And that uh, 17 to hit. Uh, that hits. Hits? Okay. Uh, ooh, 13 points of damage. Nice. Uh, he is looking pretty rough, uh, but still standing. Still so that standing. is the one you've been shooting this whole time. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so he is he is definitely hurting pretty bad, but still up. Um, what would you like to do for your second attack? Oh, uh, well, I had to move, I guess, right? Get uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, movement is movement. 
If you take the attack action, you can attack twice. Correct. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Either double move or two attacks in one move. No. Uh, no. So you can you either just get normal movement, yeah. but anytime you decide to attack, you can do it twice. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, of course, so, yeah. throat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so okay. go ahead and roll your second attack. Second attack. Fucking attacking. Uh, more than seventeen. Uh, that's plenty high enough. Yeah. Um, and, oh, same one, heart. I think I can take them out. So I can, uh, four, 11. Yep. 15. Uh, how would you like to finish this spider? Uh, I would like to pull the flame arrow back and shoot it ideally right into its, uh, right into its eye. Yeah, you bury that that flaming arrow right into its eyeball. Uh, The first one hits its carapace chest spider part that hurts it real bad. Uh, The spider is burning. Uh, You can smell the the faint hint of burning flesh on the air, and uh, you bury the final blow into one of its eight eyeballs. Uh, And he is flopped dead on the ground. Um, that is Harold's turn. That spider that is dead now is next. Uh, he is dead, so it will be Star Spider, who is going to attempt to hit Steve. Uh, misses with his first attack, but does roll a 15 plus 5, a 20. I don't know what your AC is with, uh, with your, uh, armor. 19. Uh, so he hits. Cool, cool. I'm guessing he's biting me? Correct. Uh, you are going to take... Eight points of damage as he sinks his fangs into you. And go ahead and roll me a uh, constitution save. 16 on the first. Nat 20 on the second. Uh, The 16 was good enough. The DC is not very high. Well, I Uh, still get the advantage for poison saves. So you struggle. uh, You get chomped by this spoder and then... uh, uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Fucking clamor on through, soldier on through the uh, the pain of the poison. That's the word, and uh, and you're good to go. Uh, Do I have to roll to see if my concentrate concentration breaks, or are we? Yes, uh, you have to roll higher than the damage, which was only eight. So okay, DC eight uh, to keep concentration. Do I get any? adds to that like, this would be a saving throw so uh what is your spell casting modifier uh plus four uh so you just auto save because you get plus four from your uh paladin ability plus your plus four for that uh so you yeah. are good you do not have or, to roll this time my save is plus my charisma save is plus seven what's what's your spell modifier it's four yeah i get plus four to my Correct. You yeah, save. I cannot it's an eight. <laughs> unless I roll a one. I cannot roll lower than eleven. Even if you roll a one, you still get plus eight. So, isn't a one considered a? Auto Depends fail? on the situation. Okay. Um, that is you. You can't fail, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, and you are next in the order. What would you like to do? Um, I still have control over the spider, so I have Correct. to maintain control over the spider. Correct. Um, I forgot to do what I was going to do. Wait, nobody has gone since then. Um, I'm going to use my reaction to do Hellish Rebuke 
on the spider that bit me. Okay. Uh, I think it's a. Um, you bait? can't keep concentration and cast another spell though. I can't. Mm mm. No. But never mind. If you're concentrating on a, a spell, you can't cast another. I'm going to sit down and continue concentrating on the spider. <laughs> All right. The spider is going to try and bite his friend again. I assume. Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll the DC. In the eyeballs. Uh, I guess you don't even need to, because he can't He can't web the spider. Yeah. Um, the spider hits and does. All right. Uh, that spider bites that other spider back there and uh, sinks his fangs into him pretty good. Does uh, a pretty good, pretty good hit on him. Did he get rid of some of the eyeballs? Because that's where I wanted him to aim. <laughs> uh, sure, he, he bit two of them. That spider is down to six. Uh, next in the order is going to be... That was Steve. Uh, it's going to be that spider, spider who is going to roll a wisdom save uh, and rolled an eight. Fail. Uh-huh. So he's going to attack him again. That's an eight and ten. Uh, he misses both attacks. Um, he's really struggling to try and get this crown off and... And go back to his old self, but can't. Can't get through it. Um, next in the order is that spider back there. With the controlled spider, so he's going to attack him. That's a 15 and a 2. So he hits him once for some damage. Uh, okay. And we're back to the top of the order with Harold. While I play D&D with myself here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harold will just fucking let loose another two at the the spider and in, in front of Steve. Go for it. Yeah. Let's see, that's that's uh one, two, three, four. So I've used four flame arrows. Uh you've used six flame arrows. Oh six. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Yep, yep. I've been keeping track. Good luck. Good luck. And, um eight plus. 16. That is. Hey. Okay. Go ahead and roll your other uh, attack as well. Okay. So yeah. You do it with both. Doesn't count on the floor. Unless it's an at 20. Oh, plenty. Uh, 18 cool. plus. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. 8, 3. 8, 3, 1, 4. Let's see. 16. 16. Four plus four. Okay. Uh, so then fucking 24. 24 points of damage. Are you shooting at the one in front of Steve? Yeah. Yep, yep. Nice. That's a solid hit. Uh, that spider actually hasn't been hit yet, though. So he is uh, still bloodied with your two attacks. Okay. Uh, and is it's some serious like pain. Fucking sticking out of him. Still yeah. on fire. Yeah, he did not Go like that. Go back to uh, actions for a second, by the way. For example, Steve is using his action to maintain control over the other spider, so maintain I can't do any attacks or anything like that. But okay. only because I, it says specifically in the spell that you can't that, do anything except for maintain concentration. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, okay. Flame Arrow is also technically concentration, but you can attack with the with the spell, so... Okay, I gotcha. Uh, cuckoo. That was Harold. Next is the spider in front of Steve. 
Ooh, that's a nat 20. And, uh, wow, I don't think I could do that again if I tried. That is literally point up on a d20. Um, <laughs> misses for the second one. Does real bad because I can't roll for shit. Um, Steve, you take 17 points of damage as this spider... I'm out of temp HP now. <laughs> as the spider just sinks his fangs into your leg, uh, go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw for your poison. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was a save. There's Correct. almost... What is the DC's the... 11. Um, okay, so I'd have to roll lower than a 3 to fail. I rolled a 19 plus 4 plus 4, so 27. I do actually think the concentration, uh, to keep concentration after you're attacked, is actually a... Oh, it's like uh, plus or something? It's what? Is it? Is it like... Your concentration check, but like plus the damage oh. you take or something. So I don't the DC know. is the damage. I believe you have to make a Constitution saving throw. Um, mm. Thinking about it a little more, I think it's Con save to keep yeah. maintain uh, to maintain concentration. So go mm. ahead and roll me a constant, uh, yeah, a concentration check uh, with your Con save modifier. Okay. DC is the damage that you just took from that spider bite. It's how much damage? Fuck, I don't remember. 17? Okay. Come on, baby. Uh, fail. Uh, you, I got a 13 total. You oh, are yeah. poisoned. Uh, I'm not poisoned. That's what it is. I passed the poison Oh, wait. Check. No, no, I we're good. Yeah, you're right. Concentration check. Right, right, right. Okay. So that spider is no longer under your control. There's too many things. Too many checks that you had to just make. The crown goes off of his head now? Yes. The wrought iron crown on the spider's head dissolves, and he is a real boy again. Uh, but it is Steve's turn. Um, you're no longer concentrating on the spell, so what are you going to do? Okay. Let me check on something real quick. Uh, do, do, do. Okay. I'm going to stab the shit out of Star Spider. Out of Star Spider? Okay. Yes. Roll. That would be a 17. That hit. is. Okay. Uh, that's a D8. Wait, D8's pyramids ass to ass, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2 plus 2, 4 plus what's the other thing for my sword? 2D4. Mm -hmm. Cold damage. So we're at 4 right now. That's 7. That's eight points of damage. Okay. How's he looking? Rough. Okay. Dark child. I'm going to expend a first level spell slot to divine smite his ass. Okay. That's two d8s. Four, eight, twelve more points of damage. Uh, real, real, real bad. Okay, I'm going to attack him again now. Okay. It's a dirty 20. Dead. Okay. Finish him. Um, I cut off his head and throw it at the other spiders. Um, sure. Roll me a strength check. Use it as a ranged attack. Uh, 21. Uh, which one are you throwing it at? Uh, the one that broke free of my concentration. So the X. Okay, the one on the left. Uh, roll me a d4 plus your strength modifier. 
plus? Four total. Oh, okay. Two plus two. Gotcha. Okay, uh, you decapitate this spoder and huck his head at his friend, uh, hitting him squarely in the face and um, injuring one of his eyeballs. Uh, Actually, now that I think about it, so the scene looks like this. Steve stands there with his sword, swings happy Gilmore-esque, chopping <laughs> off the head, and it goes flying at the other spider and hits him in the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Um... This spider is now going to come at you. Um, 15 plus 5. Uh, dirty 20 and a 22 to hit. Uh, both hit. You are going to take... Very pissed that I put a crown on his head. <laughs> um, you're going to take 12 points of damage from the first one. And 9 points of damage from the second one. So 17. 21. Uh, you take 21 points of damage total. And make me two constitution saving throws. Wait, you can't fail these. DC 11? Uh, I could Definitely. fail them. I have to roll lower than a three to fail. Yeah, roll them. See what happens. 13. Nope. nope. Yeah, 13 plus 8. And then that's a 9 plus 8. So uh, pass both. Nope. Definitely not. Uh, this one is going to move oh, up no. this way. And uh, shoot some webbing at Harold. Uh-oh. 13, uh, 18. 18 13 is exactly. Yep. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield on Harold. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think you can do that. Uh, Wait, just double check on the shield spell. Oh, 18 exactly. I think you can only do it on yourself. Yep, it's a self, self range. Ah, I shot. can only cast shield on myself. All right, um, Harold, you are restrained as this spider shoots his web at you. Ugh. You can now use your action to, when it comes back to your turn, uh, you can make a strength check. Uh, if you beat a DC 12, you get out. Okay, and that's probably my whole whole thing, right? Whole Correct. turn. Okay. Uh, um, it is your and... turn. Okay. Um. Strength is pretty good. Uh, and can I do anything in the web? Uh, no, you are restrained, so you can't move your arms, legs, or you're kind of just standing there with webbing wrapped around you, kind of pinning your arms to your side. Okay. The only thing you could do is if you had a spell where you just have to speak. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I do not. So, yeah, I'll do the, I'll, I'll fucking try and break out. Uh, oh no natural one uh <laughs> you are very very stuck in this web now somehow it fucking it's like I'd a say... dog trying to play with a rope yeah you actually wiggle yourself even more stuck uh the dc goes <laughs> from a 12 to a 15 now oh no okay <laughs> roger uh harold is very stuck we're gonna go to steve hmm okay so, does it look like the checkmark spider is going to be going after Harold? Yes. Okay. Judging by his momentum, he is headed in that general direction. I would like to... Let's see. If I go to attack checkmark, am I going to take an attack of... Or an attack of opportunity from X? Um, you would not, because you would stay within five feet of him. Okay. You would just kind of split the two of them. 
Yeah, I'm going to do that and attack checkmark with, let's see. You know, since you said that earlier about spell attacks, I'm going to use inflict wounds. Okay. So, spell attack, that would be a 13 versus AC? No. Damn. I'll try again. Okay. That's a 23 versus AC. Sure does. Okay. 8. 13. Uh, 16 points of damage. Uh, that spider is right fucked up. I shall also throw... Yeah, fuck it. I'll also throw Divine Smite on it. Can you put Divine Smite on a spell? A melee attack. Uh, that is not a melee attack. It's a spell melee attack is what it is listed as. A melee spell attack. Uh, sure. Why not? Fuck it. I'll let it happen. Okay. Just remember that I let it happen and don't let me forget. Deal. Because I don't think that's something that I don't actually, think it's don't technically know. allowed. But I think a I melee attack is a melee attack. I'm pretty sure it's swinging a sword at somebody, but since it's specifically called a melee spell attack, we'll let it slide. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I actually can't do that. Because it's it a, says a melee weapon attack. Ah, yep. There you go. I thought I so. I didn't see that at first. All okay. right. Um, hang on. Is there anything else I can do? Probably not. You missed with your first attack. You cast a spell. For you second Would I be allowed to try and grab his leg? Grab a leg. Uh, yeah, that would be movement. You're already touching him for inflict wounds, so... Yeah. I'd like um, to try and grab a leg. Sure. Roll me a strength contest. Okay. Uh, DC 13. Uh, 14, so... Uh, you have a hold of the spider's leg. Okay. He cannot get to Harold. That was my goal. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. Instead of charging Harold, he's going to try and bite you now because it is his turn. Uh, I rolled a 17, a 16, I'm sorry, and uh, an 11. Uh, so he cannot quite reach his arm around, or his face around, with you holding onto his leg to bite you. Uh, let's see if the other spider can bite you because he's right there also. 14, uh, 19 to hit, and nice. another 11. Uh, so, 19 hits, right? Yeah. yeah uh, 19 times, to I guess, to attacker. Hey, 15 points of damage Jesus. as this spider comes up behind you and bites your ass cheek. Roll me a <laughs> constitution saving throw to avoid being poisoned. Nat 20. You are very not poisoned. You have resistance on the next one, so... It adds to your already existing resistance, and you don't have to roll next time you get bit by a spider. You are now yeah. just immune to poison for a minute. Ooh. An actual minute, or? No. Okay. Just one more round. Yeah. Um, cool. That is those two. We're back to the top of the order with Harold. You are still very, very stuck. Very, Come very on, stuck. Harold. You can do it. With the inspiring words of Steve, I, I stand up and try and break with all my might. Oh, natural too. So that's oh, negative. Shit. Out. <laughs> I was even going to let Steve roll a D6 to help you, but no. Ed, no. <laughs> not not going to do it. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oof. Uh, <laughs> all right. Harold is still a very, very stuck boy. Uh, Steve, <laughs> you have a spider by the leg, and a spider has you by the ass cheek. 
I'd oh. like to try and beat the spider that has me by the ass cheek with the spider that I have by the leg. Uh, run another <laughs> strength contest to try and pull that spider around. Um, DC, fuck hey. me. I rolled a nat one. Fuck yeah. Uh, so you grab the spider and swing him around and use him as a club. He's <laughs> not uh, a club. Roll me, uh, roll me, roll a d twenty and see if you hit. Uh, add your strength modifier. That one. Uh, you swing, you grab a hold of the spider, wrestle him real good, and swing him up into the air. But you swing him too high over the top of the spider's head and actually throw him at Harold. Yeah. Uh, you lose your grip and he is over here now. Go ahead and roll me a d6. Three. Uh, Harold, you take three points of damage as the spider bounces off of your chest. Uh, you are now prone as well. And the spider is on top of you. <laughs> I'd like to argue that should probably cause some damage to spider as well. Uh, the spider will also take three points of damage. Just you a community. Very close to dead. So. He is, but not quite that close. <laughs> he okay, had ten, my now turn, he is right? seven. Uh, that was technically one attack, yes. Okay, I'm going to take the attack of opportunity from Spider-X to run over there and attack Spider-Check. Uh, Spider-X hits you with a dirty 20. Uh, you take 11 points of damage as you run away. Uh, you get over here and go ahead and attack the, the Spider-Straddling Herald. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to try and pick up Check mark spider and body slam him. Uh, roll me another strength contest. Rolled a five. I rolled a nine. All right, you win. Uh, <laughs> you pick this spider up and just fucking pile drive him into the ground. He is now over this way, but still within Harold distance. Uh, roll me another d6 and add your strength modifier. Okay. It's an eight. Uh, that's, that's it. You pile drive the spider into death. Would you like to describe it, or is that good? I pick up the spider, and as if I'm jumping off the top rings in the WWE, I jump and land on top of the spider as if I was belly smacking the water in a pool. And you use Harold as a diving board and fucking yeet <laughs> up into the jump. air. Cool. Okay, that spider is dead. That is the end of Steve's turn. We have this singular remaining spider who is going to come over here and pay your ass cheek another visit. <laughs> Does a... Especially since I'm guessing I'm prone now. Aw, balls, I rolled two 16s. Those are 16s, right? I rolled Failed. two 16s. Plus five is two Passes. 21s. Uh, you take fucking A. 17 plus 11 is 28 points of damage. As oh the spider goodness. buries his fangs into both ass cheeks this time, roll me two constitution saving throws. I'm going to tell you right now, if Steve fails either of these con throws, Steve is going to die. <laughs> Steve wow. is at four. I'm going to tell you right now, these are not even the big bad of this adventure. <laughs> I was assuming. <laughs> these are minions. <laughs> oh wait, I get advantage. Correct. <laughs> That's a good thing, because I rolled a nat 1 on my first roll. Bad, you would be dead. <laughs> I got a 15 plus 8, I think. Uh, DC is 11, so... Then yeah, it would be 8. So yeah, way pass. Uh-huh. And then 6 plus 8, that's a pass. Correct. 
Uh, you are not poisoned. You are very hurt, as is the spider. He has both fangs buried in your ass cheeks. Harold, it is your turn. You are prone and restrained. <laughs> Ultra restrained. Ultra okay. restrained. Harold, Harold, I'm just going to tell you right now. I, uh, I can't do this alone anymore. I know I've been <laughs> trying to since you've joined, but uh, I, I need some help. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying, big guy. I'm trying. I'll be there in two shakes of a Dromo's tail. <laughs> I promise. We look up uh, and Dromo shakes his tail. Yeah. Uh, Dromo's going to give you advantage as well. Uh, so roll your strength check with advantage, and then Steve's inspiring words will add a d6. If you don't get out of this restraint, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, fuck. Um, let's see. I'm looking. Wait, is it a saving throw? Yes. Oh, you also oh, get plus. You four. also get plus four. Oh, really? Okay. So well, let me check for sure. Hold on. Let me check for sure. Uh, no, it is a strength check. It is not oh, a strength a saving throw. Because you're bursting out, not trying to avoid it. Okay. Yep. Um, I am looking at my spells. I don't think anything's good enough to to heal him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking uh, Roland. Roland. Hey. All right. Uh, nine plus six plus. Got it. Four plus nine plus six is good enough. Plus the four, okay. you're good to go. Um, all right. Harold, you finally burst out of your restraints. You are prone. It takes your entire movement to stand up. I will tell you, looking at your spell list, though, you have one spell called Healing Spirit that is a bonus action to cast. It is concentration up to a minute, so you would have to give up your flaming arrows. But uh, use this last time. Yeah, that's on the ship. Right. Like uh, it's a D six every round. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the spirit can heal uh, a number of times equal to one plus your spellcasting ability modifier, which is casting ability modifier. Your casting ability modifier. Okay. Ability is wisdom, so you can do it four times. Yeah. Okay. So four rounds of that. Yes. Um. And okay. D six. Okay. I will. I will do that right over. Right over Steve, and then also, can I? Uh, as I break out, is it a, a free action to talk with the spider? Yes, it is a free action yeah. to talk always. Okay. Well, then I fucking right as I burst out of the the uh, the web, I I say to the spire, "Halt! We've killed your friends. You may yet live." You do still have speak with animals cast. I do. Yeah, I think it, it lasts like an hour or something. Yes, ten minutes. Ten oh, is it ten minutes? Okay. You had something that last ten minutes. It's it's the same as mine. Uh, You're still within that ten minute window because Steve still has his magic armor. Um, The classification of a giant spider is a beast. Let me look here. It may not work. Oh, really? Shucks. Okay, I can. No, uh, no, it does. It does work. Classified as animals. Yeah, because a dire wolf is still a large beast as well. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, they're in the Animalia Kingdom, right? Yeah. I don't know that spiders technically are, but... Well, spiders are, yeah. yeah. Good I'll let you talk to him. Uh, okay. The spider says, What? What do you want? Uh, let's see. Where Where are the uh, the villagers? Where have our, our friends been taken? We are here to take back uh, our... Our friends that you have taken. A queen has them. 
shall oh, feast shit. this night. Good, good voice. <laughs> he feasts this night. Uh, I'd like to say state or Steve hears click 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 yeah, coming from both Harold and Spider. Huh. Uh, hmm. Um that's turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you wish to live, ahead. Spider. If you wish to live, <laughs> Spider, <laughs> then you shall leave this cave and leave us be. Must protect the queen. Ah, shit. We're not going to get him, Steve. We're not. I say inhuman to Steve. <laughs> I don't think we can reason with this spider. Mm. Let me try. Uh, Steve yeah. just starts clicking. Well, it is your <laughs> turn, so you can try and reason with him with Greta. With Greta? My uh, sword. Gertrude, sorry. Or is it Greta? No, it's it's definitely Greta. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Greta is the name of his sword. Oh, okay. It's a homebrew magic item that does a, an additional 2d4 of cold damage. Uh, it's got a vein of ice running up the center of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did Harold heal me last round? By oh, the way? let me, let me, uh, if that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Okay, four. Four points healing. Okay, I'm now at eight health. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, cool. Uh, Steve is at eight health, and it is your turn. Hmm. How is this spider looking? Um, bloody? Mm. Like a mid-tier bloody, or like a close-to-death bloody, or... Mid-tier bloody? Just okay. bloodied? I shall... Let's see. I'll attack him twice with my sword. Sure. Say... 22 total to hit, and... a 16 total to hit. Uh, both hit. Okay, where is my ass to ass period? There it is. Your ass to ass period? <laughs> I meant to say pyramid, but period <laughs> came out. Um, four plus two, six plus two plus two, ten plus how many d4s? Four d4s. Four? I'm attacking twice. Right, yeah, okay. That makes sense. So I was at ten Correct. plus. 2, so 12, 16, 19. Oh, goodness. I see the, the eyes narrow. Uh, getting close. <laughs> yeah, he had 20 left. Yes! Uh, hey! So go ahead and finish That's good, because if he would have gotten his round, I would have died. <laughs> oh, huzzah! Uh, go ahead and finish the spider, Steve. Wait. Biting my ass <laughs> and just stabs through his head. Uh, you brain this spider, bury Greta into the, the dirt at your feet. Tendrils of cold just spread across the top of its head. Putting out the fires from uh, Harold's flame arrows. Uh, you guys have killed the spiders and are out of combat. Thanks for joining us this week on Goblins and Goblets. Things kind of got cut a little short here. Uh, we didn't know when the episode was actually going to split. Uh, we recorded this episode and the next episode together, so when I went back through and did some editing, this is what ended up being a good breaking point between the two parts. So this is just kind of where that fell, and I had to break it here. I hope you guys enjoy and come back in two weeks to see how this all plays out. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
Cheers.